After what seems like years of waiting for this game and a certain British Canadian to come home, we're Super Bowl preview. We gathered up everybody that and now we Bryce is here. Counting, so yeah. Ova's here. Yeston's finally here. Deontay's here. Armand Sadi returns after a long absence. Deontay is here. How about you, wanna... you tell the viewers at home hello, Deontay? Hello. It's it's funny because you know you know Steve is in in a shitty mood and he doesn't refer to me as Pot as Pot Dot. He actually calls me by my every name. Dude, I've been up since like seven a.m. and then a certain British Canadian export decided to make me wait another hour. My relief didn't come. That's my good excuse. I was I just could not. Tragically. Next time, though, I'm just leaving and coming home, because what could be possibly be more important than what we're doing right now? Oh, Absolutely funny. nothing. I haven't, we have not had the crew together in a while. This is it's, been, be it's been a minute. It's it feels, feels good. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be back. Okay, so okay, we're missing, That's why you're missing Chris or something, but no, we're not. We're not missing anybody. <laughs> Jesus, right. I think you're so damn near 16 hours. <laughs> Condolences, Stephen. Oh, all right, let's talk about the most important thing about this game on Sunday. Why am I going to bet $200 on the coin toss? Because <laughs> well, you, you have issues. No, no, I mean, no, like, no, he doesn't. He's an he average American. I love <laughs> the odds, everyone. though. Everyone's at least 50. It's 50. At least 50. No, it's, it's a, you're betting $200 on something 50 50. What, what, what do you win? What? Money, money, dog. No, no, <laughs> I, 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 no, no, no. I don't. I don't mean what. I mean how much. How much? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Two hundred. So well, the, the odds are probably it's minus one ten. Minus one ten. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting chipped a little bit, but that's how it is. I mean, do be how it is. If someone <laughs> Dude, said, "Hey, I'm not you can have two hundred bucks," or happen. or you can have a chance for you know just under four hundred bucks. All right. I mean, we're gonna talk about this game. Not I'd take for, like, it. Too terribly long because like. Some people decide to be late, and I'm not staying up and doing another part of these. Mr. British Canadian import. Super okay, quickly, because I know we all want to talk about the game. Is this halftime going to be good or bad? I think it's going to be good. I'm I on board. It's going to be really good. It's going to be good. I really do not. Like, I mean, Tova, yeah, this is going like to be a disaster, That's, dude. It's, 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 it, okay, I feel like this was it's them trying from their his absolute generation. best. Yeah, they, they, this is them doing their absolute best to hit a demographic that they just they keep on missing with. Okay, all but, right. Halftime will be good if Joe Burr has a, a hot 300 yards at half. At half. You, you're telling me you were expecting him to hit 600 I, on the game? Or? No, but I am so excited to see Jamar Chase and Jalen Ramsey go back and forth in yeah. the most important game of the year. I cannot wait to watch that. Yeah, it's, it's, one of my, it's been something that I didn't know. I didn't really anticipate it, you know? Looking at, like, the AFC NFC Championship games, no one was probably sitting at home thinking – you know, Jamar Chase versus Ramsey would be so good. But now that we have yeah. it, I'm it's so excited. I mean, those are, those are two players that reek. Those two that's players could legitimately retire as top five players all time at their position, and I wouldn't be surprised at all. No, and they're no, about like, they're about to face off. They mm-hmm. are incredible. And honestly, to me, I've been thinking about this all week. Like, if you take Joe Burrow out of, of this race, he's gonna get the ball to his playmakers. 
Let's mm-hmm. say Jalen Ramsey does do what the Rams are talking him up to be. Raheem Morris said he would put him on any wide receiver in NFL history. Let's see him travel. So let's see. Yeah. I mean, it, let's see Jalen Ramsey travel. Let's say he takes away Jamar Chase. Who's taking over this football game? To me, my answer all week in my head has been T. Higgins because he's on Darius Williams. Darius Williams is 5'11", and T. Higgins is a wide receiver one. I had a uh, – uh, early to mid first round grade on him physical wide receiver too. super physical and the rams don't have an answer for him outside of jalen ramsey Mm. so to me it's t higgins i don't know yeah plus i mean higgins he's he's been he's been looking like what ben kelvin benjamin was kind of supposed to be you know right like it just sort of he 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 is you know he's going up he's getting that ball you know he's using his body to get in the way consistently downfield and like and he develops into a consistent blocker too you know i mean he, when just you throw he's just like popeye's biscuit yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, i mean that, the, we, the, we can hope the rams best game plan might be just singling ramsey on chase and letting that matchup play out how it is and then doubling t higgins like that that might be what they end up having but, but you have you got tyler boyd in the slot slot yeah. let's see if uzama comes back for the yeah, game just joe mixon is a threat like this is so much we, we we talked about this at the beginning of the season but we really never let it sink in because it's the Bengals. but like mm-hmm. holy crap they have the best arsenal I, I you can't name a better arsenal to me when you think of their young core their quarterback and their and their playmaker you can't name a better core to me they weren't even expected to make the playoffs this series or now they're in the super bowl yeah i mean you like, know there were four coming Okay, Joe Burrow, we should, yeah. we should have seen this coming. I mean, I didn't I think mean, we were I mean, going to see Burrow, like, like playing until, like, the middle of the season. And he, like, started from the jump and has looked fine. Like, it, it's honestly like a modern medical miracle that we are where we're at. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't expect them to be I, – I, I, if you were to say that they would have been in the Super Bowl within the next couple of years, I would have doubted it but for them to be in it this fast. This probably should have been a rebuilding year for Cincy. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they killed the draft and free agency. They killed it. Destroyed. Like you look at all of their moves and the big investments, the first round picks, the second round picks, the big money in free agency. Mm-hmm. Like uh, maybe this is just the Saints fan in me, but we really are not talking about what Trey Hendrickson has done for this Bengals defense. Mm-hmm. My God. I mean, yeah, he I'm, has I'm ruined thrilled. closing game plans. Thrilled DJ Reader's a beast time too. That was a great games. pickup. DJ Reader, I mean, I would put him. He's he's in the Vita Vea conversation for he's one of those so game wrecker good. nose tackles, and and like that line of of Hubbard and Hendrickson and Reader made Larry Ogunjobi look like one of the best pass rushing three techs in the league this year. Like, imagine if they snag a guy in the second round, like like Perrion Winfrey or or Fidarian Mathis, someone who's young and talented uh, their defensive line has uh, that combined with the growth at linebacker for me just their mm-hmm. defense and spagnolos they are an impressive football team they deserve to be in the super bowl yeah going back to your trey hendrickson point he's got 14 sacks on the season oh, they yeah, got him at a steal double digits in a couple playoff games too he had two yeah. and a half against someone 
Mm-hmm. And, and like their third best rusher is Sam Hubbard, who like a freak athlete. He was the one that was containing Mahomes in the AFC championship game. It's just insane. They have Logan Wilson and Jermaine Pratt as their linebackers. Both Love guys that. are young. They both made game winning interceptions in the playoffs. Like the Bengals have gotten production out of literally every position group on their team. And this they have like all this cap space, up for a like all this secondary. room to improve. It's like, a, like just a tutorial on how to build a roster. I mean, like, but you look at it. I mean, their defense is really – it's incredible to me that that they've taken such a leap. I mean, I, th- I think a ton of the credit goes to Spagnuolo. But you look at this team, Trey Hendrickson, recent free agent acquisition. DJ Reader, recent free, free agent acquisition. Jermaine Pratt and Logan Wilson, recent draft picks. Von Bell, recent free agent acquisition. I mean, Chidobe Awuzie, we, we really don't mm-hmm. talk about him enough. He was a great free agent addition. And, and Mike Hilton in the slot, mm-hmm. this is a complete football team, both sides of the ball. They are missing an offensive line, and they're in the Super Bowl right now. It, Joe Burrow has remarkable. masked that offensive line perfectly. Without like, Even when he was sacked nine times against the Titans, he made up for it with some huge passes to Chase, T. Higgins, everybody. I mean, he, he has the potential to be one of the greatest at his position ever. He just, he's an anomaly. And we talked about this before. There are just certain players you can't explain their it factor, but they, they are just an anomaly to the sport. And they're so much fun to watch. Everyone can get behind it. I've been saying Joe Burrow could win the next 10 Super Bowls and not a single person would be upset. People are going to want to play with him too. Is that, he is the type yes. of mentality, like a, like a star NFL player is, is going to want to play with Joe Burrow. Super humble. Buddha's confidence too. Yep. No, yeah, the way he carries himself is like a, a tenure vet. I mean, it, he he is incredible. I I love this Bengals team. They they have they play with so much passion, and the the city of Cincinnati. We never talked about it because they suck so bad. But Cincinnati is a passionate city. They love they love their football team, and this is just this is this is a, a good story. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Completely. I didn't. I think that um, there, you know, there there are a dozen teams that haven't won a Super Bowl, and since he's one of them, um, I every year I typically write an article um, before the season about uh, ranking the the Super Bowl list teams, trying to see who I uh, who who I had uh, coming in, and I didn't. I had them middle middle of the list. They they didn't. There are a half dozen teams with who don't have rings who I expected to get one over Cincy this year, and look what happened. We knew they had a young talent, but we focused too much on the young and not, not the talent part. Mm-hmm. We saw yeah. this roster coming into the season. Like this, this was a, a young, talented roster. But Nobody we thought knew because of inexperience and their history. And Zach Taylor's play calling was not good last year, by the way. Like mm-hmm. he really, really no, it wasn't like, that at coaching all. staff has, has been incredible this year. Spagnolo and Zach mm-hmm. Taylor really hats off to them. Well, I think the they still need the a line couple and pieces. The O-line's on been bad. But like, but it just hasn't mattered. It's over. If they need another line. corner, another offensive lineman. Yeah, it's hard to watch Eli Apple, but but Spagnolo is using his two extremely talented safeties to mask it. Like they are masking clear deficiencies on this football team right now. I mean, they don't have many holes, but they are masking their holes extremely well right now. Yeah, yeah. Jesse Bates hasn't been talked about a lot, but he's the one covering a lot of those holes. Like all pro safety, been one of the best safeties in the league best for the last the three, league, four Western. years. Yeah, like not talked about a lot. Like I, I would love to see Jesse Bates get his shine um, this week. 
Okay. Believe it or not, there is another team in this game. It's not just the Bengals playing the Bengals. I seems like you guys really like Cincinnati. Armand, tell me about the Rams. What do we need to know about them? Um, so how many sacks are Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, and Von Miller going to get? The real question. Like, yeah. how since he because you can't double just one of them because they got Leonard Floyd and Von Miller. Those are like all pros at each of their positions, respectively. I mean, Matthew Stafford's been great this postseason. Made some big throws. We saw it against the Bucks. Saw it against the Niners on that. That was a I don't know. It's a third third and three, I believe, slant route to Cooper Cup. Got them in field goal range. Uh, and Cooper Cup and Odell. That's gonna be a tough uh, tough ask for. I know Mike Hillen's gonna be lined up against Cooper Cup, but Eli Apple against Odell, or or maybe a boy's Jefferson or something. It's not exactly, yeah, mm-hmm. not a good matchup. I mean, I am worried. Like you mentioned, Darius Williams. If T. Higgins gets up against Darius Williams, I think that might cause some problems defensively, just because we saw last week against the Chiefs. I don't. I think it was overtime. They ran back-to-back slants on Higgins, and you just saw him use his frame to like kind of box out the defender and get those two first downs. So defensively, like whoever's on Williams, I agree with what you said. Probably just let Ramsey and Chase play out and see what, and just double uh, Higgins. But yeah, I think, I mean, the Rams are favorites for a reason. I mean, they, they have a super team, super, superstars on the D line. Uh, Eric Weddle has been a great, surprisingly good, surprisingly great. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say he does. He's done an unbelievable job putting that hole. I mean, they lost Fuller. It's like, I think he was their leading tackler this season. And you lose him, Mm -hmm. you lose him right before the playoffs, and you call up a guy who's what two seasons retired in Eric Weddle. You know, call him up, he's what 37 years old and comes out, you know, comes out and he's he's tied. I think he's I think he's third in the team in tackles this postseason. Having just been can play. The dude came out and he he I mean he he's left the hole out there. He's he's he came back, you know, saying, Hey, you know, we've messed up our last attempt at a Super Bowl run. Here we have an opportunity. I'm a position they need. I can get playtime. I can get out there and I can contribute. And he's done it. Yeah. Not only has he not been a liability, he's actually made plays. Which mm-hmm. No, like he's not been good. That. Straight up. Yeah. You know, one player I think no one, absolutely no one, not even myself, is talking about enough is Ernest Jones, their rookie linebacker from South Carolina. Their biggest hole was inside linebacker. We talked about this earlier this season. Troy Reader and whoever they were they, they were throwing out there on the field was not a competent inside linebacker. Missed reads all the time. Missed, missed. They would never fill their gaps. Couldn't cover a piece of tissue paper in the wind. And Ernest Jones came out of nowhere, made Kenny Young tradable, so they got some draft capital from him. And Ernest Jones has been really, really crucial to the success of the pass rush because he can take care of things like patrolling the middle of the field, uh, covering tight ends and running backs. And this is a very reminiscent team to last year's Buccaneers. A bunch of stars, and they're all gelling at the right time in the playoffs. Von Miller has hit his stride, and he looks like Von Miller right now. Leonard took him a few weeks with an ankle injury, but now he's coming along nicely, too. Absolutely. And this is just – this is a super well-coached football team. I mean, we talk about the Bengals a lot because they're new and exciting and young and fun to watch. They got Joe Burrow, yeah. This Rams team is not an easy out. Like, let's let's not, not at all. 
act like this is really lopsided. If anything, the Rams should be favored. Yeah, the, the Rams are almost five point favorites in this game. Yeah. Like Vegas thinks they're clearly better. Sean McVay has been in the Super Bowl before. Matthew I mean, Stafford this... is a seasoned vet. They just—they're a complete roster too, and with great coaching too. Mm-hmm. This Rams okay. front seven is going to be tough for Bengals O line to handle because they're probably decently better than the Titans defensive line was, and Titans D line had nine and a half sacks against them. Yeah, so it's going to be—they're going to have their hands full against uh, the yeah. Rams. Yeah, but that has to be by far the biggest question of this of this game by far. Mm-hmm. And this 100%. is it for Aaron Donald. Like How well guys like Quinn Spain and Jonah Williams can keep up. Donald's trying to be like one of the best, the gr- one of the greatest defensive player of all time. Like he can reasonably be in the conversation. Like he games like this, games like this is where you're going to make that case. <clears throat> like, like let's go Aaron Donald, like take over the game, get yourself a Super Bowl MVP or something. And like, let, let's really make that case. Like let's, let's show that you're the best that's ever done what you do. If you look at, Every single player on the Bengals roster, right? We're saying they drafted really well. These guys are contributing immediately. Who is one person that has to have their best game of the season? It is rookie guard from Clemson, Jackson Carmen. They took him in the second round. There were better players available. He's been developing. He's getting better every week, but he still has rookie mistakes. This is going to be a tough test for him. He could not handle Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons was ragdolling Jackson Carmen like he was nothing. And this is a big dude. He's powerful. He's working on his technical side of his game. You have to stare Aaron Donald in the face and win a Super Bowl by keeping him away from Joe Burrow. Well, I mean, what a task. A second round rookie, when everyone was calling for your position to be picked in the first round, you came out as a tackle. You didn't work out at tackle. You're playing guard. They invested highly in you. You're another young, talented player. You are being asked to go do possibly the toughest task of any one-on-one throughout this game. I think it's harder than Jalen Ramsey and Jamar Chase because those are two ridiculously talented players. Aaron Donald, possibly the greatest defensive player of all time versus Jackson Carmen, a a out-of-position second-round rookie who who fans didn't want to, to see picked and they wanted his position be picked in the first i cannot imagine mm-hmm. the pressure he's facing right now. yeah and he, he's taken a lot he's taken a lot of heat all year because he didn't get into the lineup early like he's taken some time but he, he can shut everything up he like go do it like this this Keep is what Aaron this stage Donald is to for. six and a half sacks and it's a win <laughs> <laughs> I have to imagine that they'll be wanting to bump the center out to help him with Donald if they're going head to head every snap. Oh, absolutely. But, but I mean, uh, you know, that just, I mean, the problem is you have to double team Aaron Donald and that just lets the rest of this LA Rams line eat. And Aaron Donald still eats. Garland. He still breaks through. He's, I mean, I would argue at this point that as a DT, he's one of the greatest pass rushing DTs you've ever seen. He is. He's the best. And he's not even pass rushing every snap. He's not, he's not even he's not even out there with one response. This is what's so crazy. He's a three-four big man. Like he's yeah. not rushing the edge every snap. We don't realize how crazy of an anomaly he is. His position mm-hmm. is not supposed to get over mm, seven sacks on a great elite season. And mm-hmm. he is he he when you talk about dominance, one of the most dominant players in NFL history, he's got to be top five. Mm-hmm. Zach Martin, mm-hmm. Brandon Scherf, doesn't matter how elite of a guard you are 
Aaron Donald is going to put you on your ass. And he is just, he's incredible. We, we, he's the, one of the greatest players of our generation. We still don't talk about him enough. Mm-hmm. And even he's, if you uh, can. He's two sex hots, um, shy of the hundred mark. Already. Cam yeah. Jordan just got it this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's only been in the league since 2014. Even if you can shut um, Aaron Donald down, which is a tough task to do, you still got Leonard Floyd and Von Miller, Miller. and even Ashawn Robinson to worry about. Totally. Sebastian Joseph Day is not a chump at nose tackle. I think Ashawn Robinson has been an underrated player on this defense, too. For sure. Been able Absolutely. to uh, plug a lot of holes on, on the D-line, fill up some gaps. Yeah, and they're tricky with their play calling. Raheem Morris is a great defensive coordinator. I thought he should have gotten more, uh, more head coaching looks. But like he's he'll he's not afraid to blitz Jalen freaking Ramsey. Like he is ballsy, and man, he knows how to call a defense. And when you got talent on defense like that, that is that is a scary sight if you're the Bengals. Mm. Yeah, this game could be easily be won or lost to have a line of scrimmage with the Rams D and the Bengals L on the field. I mean, Absolutely. it could be that simple. It is in the trenches. Yep. Yeah, the One Rams still haven't figured out how to run the ball. Like they, 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 they teased it against the Cardinals in the wild card round when Acres got going. But the last two weeks, they haven't really been able to establish the run. They didn't do it all year. I, I know Cup and Odell are like basically uncoverable together, but they got to, they got to figure something out with that run game, and it might be too late. Van Jefferson's another sneaky X factor, I think. Really mm-hmm. smooth route runner. He's he's got big playability, explosive, um, and he, his hands are getting better each week. So, I, I think he's an, he's another guy. You know, you got to slap Eli Apple or something on him. Deserves more that, targets. That might be a big day um, for Van Jefferson, and he's been one of my favorite players um, since he played in the Senior Bowl his year. So, man, there's just so much firepower on both of these teams on both sides of the ball at every position group. It is, it is pretty ridiculous. There's a, an extreme amount of talent. And I, yes, and now that I think about it, I think this game is one in the trenches, 100,000%. Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard and DJ Reader are going to give the Rams O-line a tough time, and let's not act like they're a top-10 O-line right now. They're, they're not. I mean, Andrew Whitworth is old as rocks. And, and he's, he holds up their whole offensive line. Like, there's – so reliant that's, on that's a 40 year old like left they're, tackle. They're relying on him. And mm-hmm. flip side of the ball, like we just said, you know, you got um, Leonard Floyd, Von Miller, Aaron Donald. And also, I would put, I, I want his name in the same breath. Terrell Lewis, he's rotational pass rusher for them right now. Super mm-hmm. talented guy out of Bama. So he's another dude that could notch a sack or two. This game is one in the trenches, 100%. Yeah. So we've seen it two times both against the 49ers, San Francisco invaded SoFi. And that played a big role, you could say, in both teams on offense. Does Cincinnati kind of have the fandom to have that yes. same effect? Because we know yes. it's in SoFi. Well, I think it's their football team. I do think, though, that in terms of it being the Super Bowl in SoFi, it's a lot different than just an away game in SoFi. Um, those tickets aren't exactly being, you know, put on sale and since he fans can buy one for, you know, 50 to 200 bucks and go fly out. It's it's going to be a big publicity event more as much as anything. But of the fans that are in the building, of, the, of all the people in there who do love the game, most of them are going to be rooting for Cincy. 
I don't even think people people hate the Rams right now so much as they just love the Bengals. And everyone loves an underdog. And considering their whole story of where they were last year, everything that happened with Burrow, and to come all the way back and to do what they've done to get here, it's going to be really hard to root against them. Yeah, the Bengals are America's darling. Exactly. The only reason that that, that, that most people are going to, you know, that anyone would be rooting for the Rams right now is kind of to see Stafford get a ring um, just because of his whole career. But I would not really deserve it. Okay. Yeah. I'll be yeah, happy like, if it happens. Aaron, not rooting Aaron for Donald. it, though. Honestly, mm. on the out of every player on the Rams, the player that I think deserves a ring the most is Aaron Donald. Yeah, and his he, legacy. yeah, his legacy act, like it's really on the line this yeah. game. Like if he has him a huge Stafford, game. but I would take Donald. I yeah. think it's uh, Stafford one A and uh, Donald one B. I mean, Stafford sneaky is going to retire like top 10 all time and like yards, touchdowns and all that. But he's just mm-hmm. not in that all time class. Like he Donald wasted is. way too much of his career in Detroit. Like yeah. his legacy is shot mm-hmm. because of it. And it yeah. sucks. He's so talented. Mm-hmm. It really I, it's, such, it's, it's just he's such still, a shame because he was, I mean, he's, he's been he, consistently he, one in best in league too. He yeah. still does throw a deep post to a safety once a game, though. You just you just have to deal with it. He got that's you can't take Matt Stafford in. out of Detroit. You can't take Detroit out of Matt Stafford. Yeah, Jaquiski <laughs> Tart no. dropped it. Je- Jesse Bates uh, d- does not strike me as someone that's going to drop the free deep post he gets from Matt Stafford. Jesse Bates, Von Bell, Chidobi Awuzie, freaking Logan Wilson—they're not dropping that ball. Okay, Logan Wilson is the best ball hawk on the team. Yeah, he catches everything. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get off topic, but it's like pretty funny that Yeston thought at any point you could get a Rams ticket for $50. <laughs> like Los know. Angeles is in Cincinnati. This like is game LA. two in Cincinnati, yeah, you could get it for 50 bucks. You'll never get in anywhere in LA for $50. No. Yeah, that's fair. I've gotten Bills tickets for ten bucks, so I'm not really, really on. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I guarantee this is like like two degrees. I guarantee the Chargers <laughs> last year. Like during COVID, when nobody could go, parking at SoFi for the Chargers was more than fifty dollars. Yeah, I mean, I I also say LA is expensive, but not because anyone cares about the teams. Yeah. If 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 those teams were in any other place, then we're looking at Welcome probably dirt LA. cheap. The, the Super Bowl is just a corporate event too. Like it's just it's Keep mostly suits that are getting those tickets, not diehard fans of the game. Media Day is one. Of I don't the know. I know some diehard fans in the whole go. entire NFL season. Super Bowl Media Day is one of the most popular days out of the whole NFL season, and it is strictly media. Yeah, and why did they do it at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning yesterday? Did anybody else think that was, like, super (laughs) weird? Like, I woke Mm. up to clips of Joe Burrow talking at Media Day. I was like, I thought this was, like, a nighttime thing. Yeah, it did not get (laughs) as much publicity as it usually did. But I guess because, like, Zoom and whatnot. All right. This This is an interesting question, and I want you all to think about it. Let's say... Are the Rams or Bengals going to win this game, or are the Rams or Bengals going to lose this going game? To lose the game. That's a good mm. question. I think it's the Rams that lose it. Oh. Not, I think it's a close game for sure. I think this is going to be a totally entertaining game. Tons of entertaining players on both sides. But I think the Rams lose it because of what we just said. You can take Matt Stafford out of Detroit, but you can't take the Detroit out of Matt Stafford. He makes – he just makes one too many of those mental lapses where he he's literally throwing the ball to the wrong player. And it happens like bi-weekly, like it, it's pretty freaking common and they don't have a run game. So they're going to be relying yeah. on Stafford. 
I just think if you rely on Stafford's arm to win a Super Bowl, he's going to make a mental lapse or two, one too many turnovers, and mm. that's that. So you think we might be seeing something a lot like the AFC Championship where it all came down to, you know, uh, a quarterback who's, you know, got plenty of experience already and, you know, is expected to win it for their team in that moment and makes a mistake like Mahomes did. I doubt we're going to see less 60, 70, 50, 40-yard plays. This is going to be like – this is tough football, okay? you gotta mm-hmm. you got to take what's given to you on offense and defense. And I feel like if, if – if you both offenses are forced to dink and dunk their way down the field, give me the Bengals all day long. Because they can all do day. it with Zoma. They can do it with P. Ryan Mixon. They, they have, yeah. Yeah. T- I agree totally. with Tolva, too. Like you saw, like, AFC divisional round, Titans got nine sacks. They lost that game. Like, with nine sacks, no way you should be losing a football game. Chiefs lost that game with a 21 point lead. And we saw in the NFC divisional round, Rams were up. 24 I was it 24 with up 27 three mm-hmm. yeah. yeah they let the Buccaneers come all the way back to tie it up at 27 27 and then on a heave to Cooper Cup they win that game I think the Rams like if it comes down to any of those Rams will definitely lose this game because like I agree with you Stafford makes too many mental mistakes I think fumbling fumbling is kind of a big problem for them That's as well issue too and you got makers and Hubbard is... screaming off the edge yeah while you're not too talented tackles Ken Makers especially he had what two fumbles a couple weeks going in the divisional run oh yeah he came back from his injury so hot and then just completely fell apart the next yeah time I'd, I'd love to see him get hot again but maybe next year like take, take the offseason and burst mm. onto the scene again yeah I'll maybe say I think obviously the Rams have the better talent I guess you could say yeah. but I feel like more yeah, talent like the, yeah but I feel like the Bengals have the more complete team, if that makes sense. Like, like yeah, yeah. you can, like you can, you can trust. They've them. got it figured out at the right yeah. time. Yeah, like you can trust trust their running game more. Obviously, you can trust their, um, you can trust their um quarterback more. So I feel like I'd probably lean towards. I def I would probably say not necessarily the Rams blowing it, more the Bengals winning it. And, winning it, really? I, I, I feel mean, like the Rams. What do you expect, uh, Deontay? Like. Do you see a shootout here or like a big, big lead by the Bengals or you, you think it's close and the Bengals just are the better team? Yes, I see. I see it being close for the most part. The I, I, Yeah, I see it being close for the most part than the Bengals pulling it out towards. The, it's not that's not a hot take. I, I just think that I, I lean more towards the Rams losing it because it's going to be so close. I, I feel like the Rams have the better team, but the Bengals just have like an advantage with like little things that are actually going to decide the game. Like the Rams have more good players, but, and maybe it's like the factor of Joe Burrow, but like, I just trust the Bengals to like make the key plays in the game more. And they like, they've just taken advantage of every opportunity this postseason. Like, like every turnover they could have created, like they, they've created it. And I, I, I just, I, I just trust them in like the, the margins of the game to get a win. They Question, already have it- an advantage. Hype and momentum, Bengals, 100%. I mean, they are screaming past these super talented teams. I mean, they've had a really hard road in the playoffs here. Mm-hmm. Like a talented, tough, tough, gritty Raiders team. You got to go into Tennessee, play the one seed with Derrick Henry back and beat them. Then you got to beat the Chiefs twice in one season. And now you're in the Super Bowl. Mm. momentum completely 
to the Bengals here. And I think that's just something we also don't talk about enough. All right. Nobody say anything. I'm really glad Tova said momentum. I hate the fact that the Bengals are wearing the black jerseys. They have not worn them the entire playoffs. The white jerseys, it was rocking for them. That's why I think they lose. Anybody else agree? No. no. <laughs> I don't think it's why they lose, but I do think that they lose. Um, the, Sim- the Simpsons just predicted that the Bengals won, so I think you know. <laughs> yeah, not well, if you told me that before, I made my prediction. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I hate when teams do that. <laughs> this is right. a humble Cincinnati team. I just I love to see it. I really see. Do. I I don't. I do think that the Bengals have uh, absolutely earned their shot here. They've had an incredible, incredibly tough road to get here, as you said. But um, I don't think that they're quite as scary as that that 2019 <laughs> Chiefs team. You know, remember the, the, that team that came back from three separate double-digit deficits yeah. in, in yeah. three straight games? Including a team that isn't and... intimidated by losing a coin toss? Wasn't it anyway, the Chiefs-Texans um, game? around everyone during the regular season, though. We, yeah. we should remember that. They were completely dominant all year. Yeah. Wasn't 2019 I, the Chiefs-Texans game? Yeah. 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 And um, it, it, it was that it was that playoff run um, from the 2019-2020 season that uh, that sort of – that one really cemented the Chiefs as, as that monster going forward. I don't think we have that with the Bengals just yet. I think they're, like, right there. And I think that this season has been that, you know, that waking the, the dragon moment for them. And they're an off-season away from – if they would make a few reasonable moves – just smart moves, nothing crazy. Then they're here to stay for for five years and try and contend. But and I, think, I'm, I think that they're uh, they're just not quite ready yet, and they they've used up quite a few of their nine lives on this trip to the Super Bowl. And I do think that the more experienced veteran roster um, that's you know played still quite well, the Rams have absolutely earned a Super Bowl spot coming out of the NFC right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Rams didn't lose to a bad team all year. Like everyone had their stumbles. If you look like the Rams did not lose to any, any bad teams. Yeah. They've, they've been there. They were the the most, uh, the least porous roster in the NFL in this postseason. Um, you know, they may not have had, they might, they may not have been the best at anything, but they were very good at everything. Um, and you know that jack of all trades approach. I think it's going to come come out on top of them. I mean, the, so the difference is in the trenches. I think the Rams win it, and I think okay. the Rams win it. Um, and not the Bengals losing it, right? I think the Rams win it, and the Bengals don't. Okay, all right. Because um, this Bengals team has proven they deserve to be here, and you can guarantee that if they give given the opportunity, if if the Rams give them, you know, one half slip on a root run, you know, if Ramsey bites a little too hard on a on a fake. You know, if uh, this is if, a punishing if, Bengals team, yeah, they know they're they're going to make the Rams pay for their mistakes. But at this point, I don't think the Rams make that many mistakes to let them to give okay. them the opportunity. I think the Rams win this, and it starts in the trenches and it ends um, in the secondary. I think that in terms of Chase versus Ramsey, Ramsey wins this one. Chase may have a play or two big ones, really, but hmm. Ramsey is a force to be reckoned with, and I think that. Um, Especially as he's as he's as he's as he's advanced in his career to this point, he's 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 definitely brought a little bit of that quiet success. He does all the small things right, and um, I guess a new guy like Chase, Chase just needs a little more growing to do before he can he can beat him one on one in the biggest moment in sport. Like all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off there, Justin. You just talked for like two and a half minutes straight, and I have no idea how you just did that. I'm just good. All right. <laughs> um, well, I mean, you you kind of 
British Tea Partied everybody else's prediction time, but uh, whoever wants <laughs> Sorry, to go, go first, go ahead. Bengals have two weeks to scheme something up. Jamar Chase scores the first touchdown of the game. Uh, Bengals oh. win 28-24. I'm going to take Bengals 34-31 here. That was the Simpsons pick. That's that's sharp. Really? 34-31? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 37-34. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go no, since he... Sorry, sorry. 31-28. That's, that's final answer. 31-28. Damn it, Tova. I'm going since he's like 35-31. I was going to go Bengals 30-28. <laughs> now that everyone I, picks the Bengals, though, that kind of, I said. Now I, I feel I like said, I said the Rams, Rams lose, real quick, but I'm going to say Rams win 28 17. Good man. Yeah, I mean, uh, I got good, the background good. right here. Yeah. I've, got, I've, got, I've got Rams um, 35 to 27, eight point deficit. It's nice, going to be, nice. it's going to, it's going to be closer than that, but that's, that's where we finish. We're talking about like Jamar Chase and Jalen Ramsey too much. We're just manifesting a 300 yard, five touchdown performance from T. Higgins, and we're all going to feel stupid <laughs> for not seeing it coming. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you know, Joe Burrow knows how to read a defense, right? Right? You know, yeah. he, he, you know he knows that when his first read's covered by Jalen Ramsey, he just throws it to the other guy. Yeah. They're going to get he's got the three wide receiver ones on Or the that guy team. after that, or the dude after that. Yeah. Or the backup, or the, the fourth or just, string, or the practice squad dude. Just hand it off to Mixon and he'll do something. It's fine. It'll be a big <laughs> game from Trent Taylor that no one's expecting. <laughs> Dude, Samaj P. Ryan's going to have two touchdowns. Oh, I'll God. drop it right oh, now. Fuck. He's the you last 100 yard rusher on the Saints. Saints, Washington, in New Orleans. He's the last one to, to go 100 yards on the Saints. <laughs> I think the Rams are going to win 14 to 10. Oh, no. Like, no. Oh, is this Downer. Super Bowl three? Oh, you Joe are the worst. This is you guys really you. think that we're going to get like we a 34 31 Super Bowl like everybody hopes? Yes. No. This is real life. This isn't Rams Patriots here. God. And who, who wins right. player of the game? Cliff Kingsbury 